You're listening to a DM podcast. We are underway. G'day, guys. Welcome to Talking League. We're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. Back to full strength tonight. G'day, Andy. Hey, going, boys. Oh, I'm not, I must confess, I have had a few tins before this podcast. I was at the game. It was a glorious game, and they had a few. And um, yeah, let's just see how the podcast goes. Hey, Cobbs, <laughs> is his internet as bad as oh, no. kind of? Oh yeah, yeah I don't know if he's the internet or he's he actually has had a few. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> slurring your words, champ. Wow. <laughs> oh, hang on. Just hey, I'll be back in two seconds. What happened? Is he going? Oh, anyway, calls. welcome back, mate. We haven't seen you for about a week, but, mate, you've had a great cracker week on the punt, mate. Yeah, I did. I went – there was one of those weekends where sort of everything I touched turned to gold. I Actually, just quickly, I, I quickly ran the bin out, bin night up here, yeah. and it's raining. It's bloody cold. And I turned around real quick, and I feel like I may have done a hip pointer. <laughs> <laughs> I may have been – Open on right. I'm but, pretty um, sure you got to get hit to get a hit pointer. I think you got to get no, impact I, I remember on seeing Teddy's one, <laughs> and he turned real quick. For some reason, I've seen it in the last couple of days. They were talking about hit pointers, and I've seen a couple of videos. <laughs> and I turned real quick. So, NRL physio. Help, help. You need Someone, some help. Yeah. <laughs> I'll rest up. should be good. All right. Before we get to our performances, and Andy's frozen on screen. He's just That's how blind he is right now. But... Corbs, a couple of changes in New South Wales team. Angus Crichton comes into the squad. Dal Finucane, a bit of a like-for-like replacement for Jake Travojevic. So it'll be interesting to see who they go with. But two strong guys. Can you imagine that? Queensland is struggling just to name a team. And we, we bring in Crichton and Dal Finucane, two of the best players in the game. Yeah, they lose Ponga, Brimson maybe, Grant. And, yeah, we're sport for choice with Crichton and Finucane. Yeah. And, yeah, retain the, the side that put 50 on them. So... Yeah, they're in all sorts. Uh, <laughs> Laid up again. I reckon it's going to be, What's it's going going to be a dry doing? track up there. And I'm really enjoying it. Sorry to all the Queensland fans, but it's our turn. Yeah, absolutely. But hold on, I'm just going to remove Andy because he's just frozen. There we go. That's better just me and you, the dream team. Andy has been removed. He can come back in. Don't report. Now, now we've had a pretty good round. Corbs, you want to go first? How is your classic rank and also your score for the round? It was pretty good. I broke the thousand again, but that seemed to be like you, you definitely had to crack it this year, uh, this week. I went a thousand forty-eight. A couple of nights, boys hurt me, and Lockie Croker, who had been good the last few weeks. So take those three, and if they sort of scored where they should have, I, I would have been around eleven hundred and sort of been mixing it with a few of the best. But yeah, I fell back again uh, to. 2,119, so hurts me a little bit. 11 trades still up the sleeve, so I'm yep. hoping I can use them sort of in the, the back run. I'll probably make two or three more just for round 17 targets, and then, yeah, that'll give me eight for the um, for the run home. And I've, I've got 446K in the bank too, so I've got a bit of cash and trades to, to burn. And, yeah, top 1,000 still my... My aim, learning a little bit, even listening to, I was just saying before we got on here, to Eddie and just a couple of uh, those that have been doing it for a bit longer than us. I've never played the overall yeah, in Supercoach or Fantasy. So 
it's a different kettle of fish. I I've think, always been a head to head. Yeah, I think for you, Cobb, just got to be patient and just pick the right players and get them back. Don't go too early from the origin guys that you want to get back in. Yeah. Because I think between you and the thousands place, you'd be surprised. You can go through the rankings yourself. You'd be surprised it might only be like 50 or 60 points between you. So Yeah, there is a, there's quite a jump to the sort of top few hundred. But yeah, you're right. It is like to break into that sort of 900 top thousand, it's not too bad. Yeah. So I got a, a pretty good score, 1164. So that was the highest score I've ever had. So I'm at 157 now and... I think I've got to stop doing this looping thing because the looping came back to hurt me because I, I looped Brian Kelly in the end because I wasn't satisfied with Reese Walsh. Had a second crack with Bailey Simonson and I just didn't take their scores. I should have just taken Walsh's 44 instead of ending up with Kelly's 18. So Yeah, I didn't know that. You should have. A lot of the – we throw a few of those <laughs> questions out in the chat, but – 40-plus, you take that. Yeah, I just got too greedy. I thought the Titans would be – mate, especially after the first half. The first half, it was just all the Titans. You would have thought that that Manly were never going to – I can't believe what happened in that game. Like, whatever they took at halftime was incredible. Well, yeah, the, I thought my weekend was done because I had a few multis riding into that one. And, <laughs> and then uh, Turbo and Manly, they just – that's what they get, 50-something points in the second half. Yeah, absolutely, mate. It was incredible. Like, everything they touched. Crazy. There was a point, like the Tigers game yesterday – where the Titans didn't touch the ball for 20 minutes. Like, it was incredible, the amount of chaos and just set after set after set. And they just couldn't touch the ball. You can't blame the six-again rule, really, can you there? Like, it was just mistakes when they got the ball. And, and, yeah, Manly were just... That was on fire. It was like a touch football game at times. And then Tommy Turbo was just scintillating. He just knows where to pop up, doesn't he? It was ridiculous. Thank God he he did draft captain today. Jesus. Yeah, that's a good one for you. I, my draft team, no good. Yeah. I've lost a lost a couple of big hitters, Harry Grant. When I thought he was just coming back, Pappy's still on the bench. I'll be right. Mate, where's Come Andy? Has he gone to the HIA? He's had a couple of tins, and he's we've lost him. What you- I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> this doesn't count as a tick either. He's saying hello <laughs> and then jumping off. What is going on? Oh, we may as well just get on with it here. Corbs, your first stud, please, sir. I went to uh, Jeremy Marshall King, uh, 527K hooker. He got out a nice 65. He, he also got a 63 last, last week. week. Yeah, yeah. 80 minutes. They're a team that's playing the 17. I mean, if you're getting solid 60s for that price, uh, it could be, and it's one that I'm definitely considering. There's another guy that's also on my radar for Jaden Braley, who just seems to fall. We're going to talk about him soon, but yeah, uh, he was quite good. A few tackle breaks. He's a, he's a real attacking hooker. Um, gets through plenty of tackles as well in defense. Uh, we've made 50 today. So that was pretty solid. Um, yeah. So he was, he was my, my uh, stud, not dud. Stud. Yeah, nice. Like with Jeremy Marshall King, he's off contract as well. So, huge reason for him to keep performing. So, he got a bit like a little sneaky, right? Isn't it good when they're off contract? They just they play, <laughs> grow another leg. <laughs> Big time. SJ, he's killing it. Like, yeah. Woodsy. Did you see Woodsy's performance on Friday? That was vintage Woodsy. He's got a try. Yeah. I know. It's, yeah, you should sort of get a list of all those off contract and uh, get on them for the last few weeks because, yeah, they're playing for a contract, aren't they? <laughs> Who do you have? 
Mate, stud time, I actually had my boy Will Kennedy. He's someone that I'm really, really looking closely at. Last four games, he's had a... He's had an average of 51. I'll go, go into it a little bit deeper in, into the show. But round 15 against the Cowboys, hit a 57, was absolutely everywhere. One try assist, line break, one one uh, tackle, uh, five tackle breaks, 205 metres gain, one try save. People don't realise that going into the Dally M when it went into lockdown in round 12, which was a couple of rounds ago, he was sitting fifth on the Dally M ladder in twelve. So You're right. he's having a decent crack this year, Willie. He's just got his extension, got a nice little deal as well. But the thing about it is, I just see with the Sharks, you know, I've been pretty much talking it up for the last couple of weeks that the Sharks are going to go on this massive run. Coming up, we've got, obviously, everyone's off this week. When we come back, we've got the Broncos, we've got New Zealand, we've got the Raiders, and then we got the Dogs. We'll go another four. We'll be eight in a row. And Will Kennedy has been a major part of this first four four parts. So I think everyone needs to get on the back of Willie Kennedy. He's only at 1% owner. And he's real cheap right now. He's at like 480K. So, yeah, he's he, he's been good. He, his game just keeps sort of growing each week, doesn't it? And yeah, they're on a bit of a run. So he's been chiming quite well. And yeah, Nico Hines, they're, they're building quite well for next year. I mean, they've still got this year. They'll, I just don't think they're in the tier of the Panthers and Storm. They are just a level above, aren't they? So, oh, yeah, hugely. The Sharks won't make yeah, any impact. It, it's good. The only thing that sort of turns me off that is there's so many good winger fullbacks yeah. still out there that, um, like, who would you be looking to punt for him because I always almost see it sideways. I, I think I was a victim of this and yeah, but I got reminded about it from Andy today with his para team, uh, Mitchell Moses. When I went uh, Moses to SJ, cause I yep. thought he was just sort of in that traditional half, just controlling the team. And then I sell him and he starts running it. His support plays. He's been killing it last two weeks and it was a massive looking back, massive sideways play. I well, should have just held him. Well, I was thinking of punting Nico Hines because I think, well, hopefully Belly just does it for me because if he brings Pup straight back into the starting lineup, essentially I think I've made all the money. Nico Hines is going to lose money this week. He's going to lose about 5K. So we're nearly at a cycle where we can nearly – he's had 150 this week, but then he had two 40s in a row. They come back and they've they've got a pretty difficult road ahead over the next four weeks and I guess what's this, your yeah. yeah? What's your thoughts on Hines to centre with Eisenhuth and Remus Smith gone? Yeah, Is that a yeah? You a mentioned chance? it last night. I guess you want your quality players in the team. The only thing I know is they said that Branko Lee's back. So is it more yeah. of a, a thing that you know that he plays right centre and he can just play? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't. I wasn't sure where he was at, but yeah. If you've got Branko then you just use Hines in that utility spot off the bench, wouldn't you? Yeah, just make more sense instead of like trying to train him up to be a centre. If anyone can do it, it's Nico Hines because he's that yeah. talented. And you I, I just see it as like the Burton thing. Oh, mate, I'm with yeah. you. I can see it working. It's just whether they want to put the time and effort into doing it when they've got a, a guy that plays State of Origin in Game 3 last year. Maybe yeah. it make more sense just to bring him in. Yeah, nah. All good points. Yeah. So just moving on, let's go to Duds. And if Andy comes in, we can track back. Corby, your first Dud. 
Um, it was Talakai. <laughs> uh, we held off on him. I actually got him in draft, just knowing what a beast he was. Mate, he's fitness. He needs to run. He needs to get in the fat club or the extras this week because he struggled. Um, he we, had, like, he, he had some we, good runs. Yeah, we yeah. said we are going to have like a bit of a – just a look-see, right? So yeah. that was the look-see we needed. Like I hope no one really burnt their draft. Oh, sorry, yeah, their trade, sorry. Because he, he got done big time in defence, did and got around him, and then the other one was a – he was the cause of it anyway, and just he just looked tired and lazy in defence. But he only managed the twenty four. He's forty seven minutes, so he still had a good crack out there. But yeah, yeah, I <clears throat> I think he he's not really one that I'm even looking at now after that performance. You need to see one or two good games back to back before I even thought of him. Yeah, but as a coach, Corbs, like when you have a look. You'd have to think that Teague Wilton suits the left edge more for the Sharks, and it makes more sense to put Talakai through the middle rotation. Like, can you imagine a middle rotation of Talakai, Jack Williams is in really good form, and then Braden Ueli, who's just coming back from injury? That's a that's a bit of a monster interchange for the Sharkies. Oh, 100%. You wouldn't lose much momentum bringing those three on, would you? You'd almost get that impact and what you, you sort of want off the bench. So, yeah, yeah I, I definitely... With where he's at at the moment, I think that's that. That's what we'll see next game for the Sharkies. I think Wilton will be back out there because he killed it. Yeah, absolutely. when he was in that was position good. earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, but have we got any news on on Wade? No, not yet. He's seeing a specialist next week. But talking about the bench, let's see if he's back. Is, is he back, Andy? Are you there? Can you hear me? Well, <laughs> I can slightly hear you. Not really. You in the <laughs> are you in the roof, mate? <laughs> oh, I've had to sort of like look, look. I had to get Mrs. Computer. Um, the internet wasn't working, but I'm back now. I'm back. Oh, there you are. Oh, <laughs> sound like you're in my roof. <laughs> <laughs> what are we up to? All right, studs and duds, mate. We've gone past studs, so you may as well just do your stud. Well, I have, I'll have my quick stud would be uh, Ruben Garrick. Made 1.5% ownership as well. Uh, 79 fantasy points. Scored four tries, yes. But the good positive with him is Tommy Turbo drawing so many defenders. Just that left side, whenever he's on the left side, he's going to, he's, Ruben Garrett's just left free. Like, yeah. They're just passing to him. And also, he's, how many goals did he kick? He's amazing. Like, so what it was, I think for, he, for me, He's the player to have, or this round anyway. So I know that there's a standout of Tommy Turbo, Nathan Cleary, but yeah, Ruben Garrick was a boy. Did you, how many goals did he kick? Did you see his first five? <laughs> I was about to say, how many tens have you had? It doesn't matter. <laughs> the, the, the 20 tries to score from. He doesn't matter if he misses the first five, but he still gets six more with Tommy Turbo's. So, so you're going to burn uh, a trade on him this week? Uh, maybe not. But for this week, that. <laughs> He was my stud. <laughs> he was your guy's duds. Well, well, Coles just went. He went Talakai. The guy I had was Brian Kelly. I've, I've talked to him up all season. He's terrible. Like, he scored 18 points today. He's demerit points. If he had a license for being a centre, he would currently be stripped of that license and he'd be unparked on the sideline. So, four missed tackles, one error, one, one penalty, maybe. Maybe he did because he's just really let me down. I'm going to sell him for Lomax as soon as Lomax is ready. Probably the week after Origin, the Origin 3. I think that's 
one for one. So he's a smart trade for me moving forward. But Andy, why don't you rip in with your dad? My dad, Tessie Niu. Luckily, I dropped him, unfortunately, last week, but he had 8% ownership this week. Uh, a few people would, be, would have been like, yes, get him in because he's playing fullback, but mm. the Broncos are playing so terrible and it's sort of, it's impacted his game as well. It's, it's very hard to shine when you're surrounded by uh, terrible players, but yeah, 14 fantasy points. Yeah. That's not good enough, I guess. No, I agree. If you're holding him by now, like that's a silly move. You've got to move on and sell. All right, boys, before we rip into some burning issues, uh, injuries, I'll just go through these quickly. Brandon Smith, cork calf. He should be right. They've got a two-week turnaround with no games next week. Harry Grant, he's got a hamstring strain. Scans tomorrow. So fingers crossed he's right for Origin 2. Adam Elliott, suspected fractured cheekbone four eight weeks. Nathaniel Roach, concerned for a potential kneecap dislocation. Could be anywhere between three to six weeks. Tom Eisenhuth, right elbow. A fracture would see him out for six weeks. Remus Smith scans tomorrow. High ankle sprain, most likely. Hopefully not sydnosmosis. Sean Bloor, lateral ankle sprain, looking at three to four weeks. Kurt Mann, sydnosmosis, that is confirmed. Four to eight weeks. Jake Travojevic, he's got a hip pointer, just like Corby. He'll miss Origin 1, but he should be right in a couple of weeks. Tavita Totola, MCL sprain. He's got three to six weeks. He's waiting. And John Aziata, HIA. Concussion, they're a little bit worried because he got concussed three weeks ago as well. So a bit on the charges there for Aziata. Now, Judiciary News, boys, a little bit on the lighter side. Michele Ravalawa, again, shoulder charge because of his two previous cases. He's looking at three to four weeks. Nelson, again, Nelson is so far. Solomona, he's looking at two weeks for dangerous contact. Ben Murdoch-Masilla, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, and Siwa Takiaho, all going to cop fines. And the big one is Tavita Pengai Jr. With a crusher, he'll miss three to four weeks. Boys, just to rip in, first question. And TPG, TPJ sorry, is an owner by both of you guys, and he's owned by quite a lot of coaches out there. Calls, when we start with you, talk to me about what your prospects are in terms of a buy, sorry, a sell or a hold. And then if you are a seller, options to replace TPJ. Yeah, he hurt me. I, I was uh, looking to punt, and I wish I did, Watson for Tohu this week. And then when TPJ, the news come through that morning because the Knights played after we got this news, mm. I thought, well, there goes Tavita. I'm not keeping him. With three guaranteed or maybe four, um. Yeah. So I'm just going to Tavita to Tohu will be my first trade next week as soon as it opens, and I won't even have to go back or do anything on that one. But just hurts me. I should have made it. I should be still having Tavita in my team, and I should have went Watson to Tohu. But yeah, no, that's, that's a good one, Andy. Thoughts on Pango Junior? Yeah, I think him. Obviously, Broncos saying it's his last game. Him also getting suspended. I think he's definitely a sell. Um, as, as good as a scorer he was, but, yeah, I think him being suspended and him coming to a new club, don't know who he's going to be, sort of very wary how he's going to play or what role he's going to play. Um, I think a big in for him, I think he's, what, I think he's like 600, around the 600K mark, Cameron Murray. Yeah. 654 is. 654. So Cameron Murray is like 647K. Yeah. His last... His last uh, Four games where he played more than 60 minutes, 76, 67, 81, and 60. Like, that's 
their keeper scores. Like, is he coming back into contention, especially with the Rabbitohs having that final run to make the top four and stay in the top four? He is stellar at the moment. Like, that's their keeper scores. Yeah, he's on my radar because I saw those big minutes he played. The only thing we've got to realise is, again, do we get tricked by people playing the Broncos? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he also had the good scores before. He had 76, 67, and 81. Like, yes, he had 76 last game, but he still scored 67, 81, 60 in the games he wasn't injured or played more than 60 minutes. So yeah. he's still valid, in my opinion. Yeah, I think in the back end, I think you're right. I think Wayne Bennett's going to be expecting him to play 65-plus minutes if they want to be a real threat for the premiership, for sure. 100%. So I think that's a good one. The guy I had, I don't have TPJ, but I just made a list of... Just guys I thought were good. I thought Josh Jackson was good again today. He's just nice and no frills. He's a little bit cheaper than TPJ. He's got a jewel, so it's kind of like for like. But he scored another 54 today. He's only got he's under 2% owner, so a little bit of a pod there. The other guy I'm thinking is you probably still haven't missed the boat on CHN. Corey Herrera Naira, if you really want him. He's going to be about 620 when it reopens this week, so probably the last chance there. He scored another 58. It was, again, he did score a try. And if you really want to take a punt right now, the guy that's probably still very fantasy relevant because we know he's got pedigree, Jason Tamulolo. <laughs> like, if you really want to have a crack and you think the Cowboys might make a run themselves, he did score a 51 against the Sharkies. What's his price? Do you have it there, Sorry, mate? Yeah, it's about, it's going to be about 620 when they open. So, Jeez, that's so cheap for, for a, a Tamulolo who has massive potential. That's what I mean. Like, we're waiting. We're waiting for this, this Ferrari to fire, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I won't be going there. He, what, has he shown it once this year? Just once. Yeah, that's... Where's the three-date rule, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think out of all those, I think Josh Jackson is your safest bet, for sure. He might, yeah. he might not do much on this date, but... Who would you know, have thought those words come from your mouth? <laughs> I know. You're choosing Josh Jackson over Tumalo. Well, like, who would you, ever thought it? But you, like, a lot of people, I'm stupid to get on late. Lot, Tohu Harris is obviously the first candidate if you've got the coin to upgrade, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, I think. Yeah, very good. All right, boys, a little bit more buy-hold sell. The Knights, their players are coming under the microscope right now. Corbs, give me your thoughts on Jaden Braley. Yeah, he's going to. Uh, <laughs> He's it, he's probably going to leak the most cash, and his last few games, uh, he got the one fifty two against the Bunnies, but yeah, all been around the forty average, yeah, which is just yeah nowhere near what he started the year. Like Knights were playing well then too, it was a slower game the other day, but I thought that would have suited him a bit more. But he just yeah didn't seem to uh, run. It's not running the ball. In those earlier games, jumping out of hooker. So, yeah, I'll be looking at um, – there's a few on my watch list. We'll talk about it in a second. Jeremy Marsh King was one before, but, yeah, he's he's got to go. Yeah, there must be something wrong. He's run for 38 metres in total for three games. In yeah. total, in not, total. not average. Yeah, well, that backs up what I was saying. Then I didn't actually look at the stats on that, but he's not running. Remember at the start of the year? He was scoring tries, he was, mate. He was bouncing out and, like, just – getting in behind lazy markers and, yeah, making heaps of metres and heap of tackle bus. But he has had no tackle bus for the last six games. Yeah. Not only the team in bad form, I think there must be something wrong wrong injury-wise. But, Andy, talk to me because you brought up a really good suggestion on the Tuesday – oh, Wednesday, sorry, we, we recorded this week – 
Josh Hodson, and he really stood out on Saturday night. Yeah, I should have pulled the trigger. I sort of halted a bit because of you guys. You steer, <laughs> you bum steer me in the wrong direction. Three but, dates, uh, yeah, man. I, I should, it's like I should have listened to the pod and gone, no, no, I'll back that Andy guy. But I, no, I, I took you guys, you're high ranked to me. I was like, oh, these guys must know a bit. But no, I should have just stuck with my guns. Yeah, Josh Hodgson's killing it. And like, was it last three average points, 61 fancy points. It's coming back into form and he's, like me and Tiger were discussing earlier, he's just that smart player where he was wants to be involved. And I think he's a great lock for like for, for Braley. And you probably save a bit of cash as well. So yeah, his last he, last three scores, 63, 59, 62. That's cracker. Like that's yeah. their sort of scores that you, that you would expect from Braley, but it's just giving them 40 or lower. Um, for that price that Braley is, yeah, get rid of him. Get Hodgson in. He's also low ownership as well. Big time. I'm I'm on it. So that's ne- my next round. That'll be my first trade. Will be Braley for for Hodgson. I like what he says. And like you said, he just jumps out of dummy half. He offers what Braley doesn't. He's got an attacking option, and he's doing his defensive workload. Even when Starling comes on the field, Ricky Stewart keeps him on the field. So he's playing 80 minutes, and I reckon he's a good one. No one really has him. Three percent owner, and yeah, I think the Raiders. You know, if they pick their game up, can definitely make the final still. So. Plenty to play for, but I still like my boy Black Braley. I still think he, he scored a 55 on the weekend. And like I yeah. said, we've got a really good draw with Broncos, New Zealand, Raiders, and Dogs. So last three average of 53, 588K, so a little bit cheaper than the other guys. So I still think Braley is, is the right – the Sharks made the right call. Blake is the way better br- brother. If you have a look at his service out of dummy half, in terms of him, the ball leaving his hand and hitting his target, it's the best in the NRL. By a mile. Well, he's better in fancy points at the moment. Beginning of the season, no. But now, Bradley's a better brother, isn't he? Yeah. So I think the Sharks made it right. So, Cobbs, you were going to say something? Yeah, no. That's They're the three. I was going to, when we're talking about uh, getting rid of Braley, Hodgson and the other Braley, Blake, were the two. But then Jeremy Marshall King has also caught my eye just after his last two weeks as well. So... <clears throat> Are you, the, gonna, uh, are you gonna pull the trigger on this little pod potential by Corbs? Well, I think I might need to. I'll I'll see. That's there there'll definitely be Braley out and TPJ out. So that's a bit of cash. So Andy, before you when you got cut off, we made a little we've been seeing a little bit of a trend. So the trend is players off contract have been absolutely killing it over the last three weeks. So we well, might it makes just, sense, doesn't it? Yeah, we might just fill a team full of off contract players. Well, you have, to, you have to put that into your sort of thoughts, don't you? Like, even TPJ, even when he gets his new new team, whoever that may be, Tigers, whatever, he's going to have a new sort of lease on life and, like, you think he's going to play for that thing. So it's either players that are just off contract who are looking for cash. Sean Johnson, he's one of them. He's going to look for someone. He's going to play out of his skin looking yeah. for a new contract. It might be dogs, it might be some warriors, whoever. But they're going to be playing the best of their ability just to sort of get a contract. Nico Hines, he's dropped off a bit since he's uh, got that signing for uh, – who did he sign for? We're the best team in the world, Sharks. <laughs> yeah, but he's dropped off, hasn't he? His scores have been a little bit lower. He's like, oh, I'm secure now. I don't need to play that hard. <laughs> so we've, we've made the trend. Sign all the non-signed players and drop all the players that have just got their fat contracts. But you have to be worried because Fergo is not signed, but he's playing Reggie's. <laughs> so, well, yeah. play. <laughs> All the ones that are playing NRL and have the potential. New South Wales Cup Fantasy League. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, boys, moving on. Next guy, Newcastle-based as well. I think Andy might just be a little bit in love with him. Connor Watson. I think you got to sell him, Andy. Yeah, well, look, I did make a case for him last or the last pod we had, but... Yeah, he's just not getting enough minutes. If if it was starting lock, no doubt in my mind. I was I was cheering. I was seeing that um, Brody Jones in the centre. I was like Mitchell Barnett's second row, perfect. Connor Watson to lock, no. Nah. So I say Sue, and he played about forty minutes or thirty minutes first half, and Connor Watson didn't come on. I was like, just put him on. He's a stellar player. He, he loves it. He gets in amongst it. Just give him minutes. But yeah, just what's well, not happening. So I think. My love affair will have to go, and the Watto is gone. <laughs> but for me, it's an easy interchange. He comes on at twenty-five, plays the game out, plays fifty-five minutes. You use one interchange. I don't get why Adam O'Brien just doesn't use that strategy. Corbs, what's your thoughts on Connor? Yeah, he, I'll I'll probably end up holding him again. Hopefully, um, he plays that role again off the bench. He, he can score well off there. It, it was a wet track, which didn't help him at all. Yep. So he, he's one of those guys that needs a bit of footwork around the middle, around the bigger guys. And that wet weather brought his um, body weight into contention, and he obviously doesn't have that against uh, a fairly big uh, Warriors pack. So I, I, I think he he will leak a little bit of cash, but I think he's you know he's not going to lose as much as a Braley yep. or TPJ not playing at all. So I, I would hold him and. I think, yeah, wet weather, you can use that as a um, bit of an excuse to hold if if you like, mate. Yeah, for sure. I sold him last week. so But anyone that hold, like, yeah, I'd be very close to selling him if I was a holder. I just well, he think, doesn't play around 17 either as yeah. well. So there's a thing with you bring, bring someone else in who does play. Yeah. It's yeah. Just the instability in minutes, like Andy mentioned, I think just too much <laughs> now. And I think around that price level, you're going to get some good players as well. So. To think that, you know, we talked about players that weren't playing well with contracts. Like, I really want to have a look at two teams that I just think are going to go on a bit of a run, have a really good draw over the next month as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that is the Sharks and also the Bunnies. So, boys, talk about the Sharks first. Corbs, I'll, I'll bring you in first. Any Sharkies players that are really catching your eye? Uh, yeah, the Will Kennedy, but I'm just I'm loaded in fullbacks, wing of fullbacks. So that's sort of just turns me off him a little bit. Blake Braley, big time. And other than that, not really. It's, yeah, just, I've already got Sean Johnson. The Jesse Ramian is pretty expensive and hasn't done a lot just yet, but I know he's got a high ceiling. So I'll keep an eye on him there. I mean, now I've got Remus Smith, who's looks like he's injured mm. and he's about, he'll probably drop maybe to about a 460, 450K. Yep. So, yeah, I've got a bit of money to upgrade the Ramian because I just don't know what other centers are there. But if I can hold out to post-origin, then get a decent one in um, a Gagai or Lomax. Um, they're sort of two that I'm looking at. But that's sort of jumping ahead to the bunnies. But, yeah, not really at the moment. That's yeah. just SJ and Blakey Braley. Okay. Andy, any to add to the list that Corbs just put forward? Well, yeah, same, same. Will Kenny, Ramian, SJ. Um, SJ, the contract. Wants to play, go hard, and has a high ceiling. Kennedy's been killing it as well. Like he's been the unsung hero for Sharks at the moment. Yeah, four hundred sixty nine k. Last five average of forty nine fantasy points, and he's only owned by one point eight six percent. He's a decent winger fullback, but like you said, um, I've got a plethora of winger fullbacks, and the man Tommy Turbo done well for me as well. But if you can fit him in, if you have, if you don't need that cover, if you've got the jewelies on the on the bench, you can cover your 
yeah, other positions. He will be good at, good looking, but yeah, Jesse Raymond as well, tackle break machine, only owned by two point three percent. Yeah, I think I'm looking to get him in as well because he's just he just gets involved. He's always just there, and SJ is linking up with him really well. Um, like you said, like Corb said, he is a bit pricey, but I still think there's value there with Jesse. They're the only two players that I'd sort of uh, have a little gaze at. And you know, I was, I was giving you some fun facts in the car today when we were together. Mm. Guess where Will Kennedy was placed on the Dally M's leading into lockdown in in round 12? Will Kennedy, Dally M's, surely out of the top 10. Guess. Where is he at? Five. Uh, what? N- number is he above top 10? Yes. Number five. 12 points. Well, look, when, when, you, when you look at the Sharks team, there's not many other good players, are there? Pretty terrible team. So it's not hard for a book to shine, is it? I can't wait for us to get on this <laughs> run. When we go on this run, we spank Parramatta on the way through. Josh Hannay's turned into one of the best coaches ever now. Well, John, I don't well first it was John Morris, now Josh Hannay, and then they're going to go somewhere else and Fitzgibbon's going to come in. Let's see how he goes. Well, the thing is with Josh Hannay, like, when he took over, he got he obviously lost six in a row, but then he's beat four top eight teams in a row. John Morris didn't do that once last year. Josh Hannay's got pedigree now. <laughs> surely, <laughs> but surely Fitzgibbon's there pulling the strings. Like, surely it can't just all be Hannay. Yeah, he's saying, put this play here, put this play here, do this. Apparently Fitz has just left him to his own devices. It's all Hannay. Well, it's good for his good for his um his resume for sure. Absolutely, he's staying on next year too, guys. The one I want to bring a little bit of attention to: Toby Rudolph. He's a four hundred eighty-four k mid. His last two scores have been a fifty-eight and a fifty-five. He's got a really consistent fifty minutes now. Really ripping in after he got his new contract. He's at four hundred eighty-four k, and he's only owned by one point six percent. So if you're looking to downgrade and maybe get something, someone with just a little bit of form, and also maybe to capitalise on maybe the Sharkies' run, I think maybe Toby Rudolph. Is someone I am considering because I need to downgrade Nathan Brown. And the guy that I was thinking of was originally Adam Fanuel Blake, but he's struggling with a little bit of form. And I think the Sharkies will go on a bit of better run than the Warriors with. So I'm actually considering going down to Toby instead of going to AFB where everyone else might be going. So I'm just looking for you, a little bit of a pod play. Do you think um, also the fact that they're shopping Woods around means Toby will get more minutes to sort of have a better better role in that Sharks team? I think they just need him to play 50 minutes. I think for Toby, he missed. He used to miss a lot of tackles, but his work rate has gone through the roof, especially defensively. His kind of tackles to miss ratio over the last two games has really, really shrunk. So, yeah, he's full, full hats off to him. He's making about 150, 160 metres gain to game as well. He's just... Beautiful man is, to watch. Is he signed for next year? Is he, is he playing for a contract? He actually just got a fat contract two weeks ago. So he's on like the reverse trend. But Because <laughs> yeah. well, I'm just looking at his stats, though, TK. And I know you would have. But the few games before the two decent scores, he had a 34-28. And then he must have got injured round 10. He only played 20, 20 minutes. I think he got a HIA in one of the games as well. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he had... 50 minutes in there, 28 and 34. So mm. still, that just worries me with him. He's not consistent enough as that mid to purchase him. Yeah, what what happened earlier in the season, remember the Sharks went through those two, three games where they copped all the HIAs and all the forwards had to play 80 minutes? Yeah. So what he ended up doing, he had to play on the edge for 80 minutes. So he got cooked. That's why they brought his minutes down for those three games. So now he's back yeah. to his actual minutes and playing just in the middle. So if he ticks one more box... You know I've got my three-day rule. 
he's, <laughs> he's nearly going in. Maybe the shark. He's got the Broncos. We got the Bronx. Wow! Oh, as if he's not going to tick it there. Load oh, up. You may as well get him in already. I know. Yeah, break it. That's... Break that rule. I'll be, out, I'll be out of trades, my boys. <laughs> Captain him. Yeah. Oh, boys. That, that, um, that's tantalising getting on a Sharks player if you're going to. Like, that's Braley against the Broncos into the bye. Yeah. I'm going uh... to put the whole Sharks team in my run. Wouldn't surprise me. It's probably you've probably got a, fa- a mock team. It's all sharks players. We've never been fantasy relevant until like two weeks ago. Yeah, until you started talking them up on the board. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone's on them. All right, boys, moving to Souths. Let's talk a little bit about them, Andy. You've mentioned Cam Murray, who I think we're all very, very interested in. But anyone else ticking some boxes there? Dang gay guy. It's like he's it's like he's actually worn his uh, old Queensland jersey of last year underneath his jersey. He's absolutely killing it. His last three game average is 65.3 fantasy points. And him coming off Cody Walker, Adam Reynolds, and Latrell Mitchell on that left side, he's just, he's a tackle break machine. He's, he's actually scoring pretty well. So and he's only 475K, which is pretty good for a center slash winger fullback. Yeah. Um, so it's him and Kerry Murray are sort of um, lighting my eyes up. Nice. Corbs? Yeah. I, if, if he wasn't playing Origin, I would have picked him um, this week. And then I saw how he went, and I was like, damn it. Yeah, he's pretty good. Campbell Graham is another one that I wouldn't mind, just a cheaper option. And I know he's not on that dominant left edge, but he's still scoring well, and Reynolds does like to give early ball to him. So he's another one that I'm sort of looking at as well. The only thing is he's come off that big 76 to get me interested, but had a 20 and a 27 before that. So. Mm. Uh, it's probably why his price is a bit down. Oregon Latrell. Latrell's going to come in nice and juicy post-origin, and I think he's just he's mm. just controlling his tempo at the moment. I think he's going to just bust out. Yep. Um, I saw a good doco on him today, actually, where he, it was a preseason. He took his uh, the PT or the strength and conditioning coach back up to Taree, and he did a day of fencing with Latrell and his family. Okay. And then the next day, the S&C coach flogged him up on some field at Taree. And he was, all his mates were, had the pads and were trying to put big shots and he was just easily getting around him. But <laughs> nice. Yeah, okay. I think he, I think he's going to be – like he's just – his fitness and everything and he's just – the way he in origin killed it, I think he's come back to Rabbitohs and Wayne just said, just do the minimum, save your run for, you know, post-origin and then you can go nuts again. Just – you know that form we saw uh, a few weeks ago or earlier in the season? Yeah. I think he gets a bad rap because some blokes just don't have, like, really good genetics in terms of, like, not everyone can look like a bodybuilder. Just because he's a little bit pudgy doesn't mean he's not fit. And he's only, he's only getting better and better. And I think that showed in the origin form, the fitness work that he's done at fullback, he goes into center where he doesn't have to do as much kind of running. And look how good he is. And yeah, I think... Then- He's, Look at Tommy, Toby Turbo at centre, literally, wanting yeah. to get the ball everywhere. He's not, they're not the same player, but, yeah, I think coming towards the end of the season, I think they still need to hold that top four spot yeah. and they're still looking for that. So, yeah, he has a lot of good players around him to sort of – he can sort of take a back seat, but I don't think he'll want to take a back seat. I think he wants to be that shining light. Yeah, but I've talked about the Sharks draw. The South, South over the next month leading into – because they've got a hard back end, but leading in the next four games, they've got Tigers away – Cowboys at home, Dogs at home, New Zealand at home. I'm telling you what, I'll tell you the guy that are really on my radar now is Cody Walker. 
540k. He's had seven try assists in the last three games. I can only imagine what he's going to do to these four teams. And then yeah. get into some really good form to take on the guys. Because the, I think they've got two or three of the top four in the last four games. So, But leading into that, they could be in scintillating form. And really, really, you know what it's like. That last game against the Roosters last year when Cody scored 100. And he dead set flogged him by himself. Yeah, the next five games, you're right. They, they, they could go huge. And they're a, they're a bully team. If they get on the front foot, they just don't stop. <laughs> they, yeah. they get every single point they can, and they're ruthless. Yes. It's awesome when you've got one of those players in your team. I just don't know how many halves I can have in my team because I've already got Cleary, Hughes, Moses, SJ, and now I want Cody. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's the... Look, if they're scoring points, you take that risk where you're just hoping that there's no injuries elsewhere where you don't need to have that cover. Yeah. Uh, so look, if you've got if you've got Cody in your team, you're scoring well. Just take that punt that no one gets injured, and look, you go from what what ranking are you now, TK? One hundred and fifty-five, I think it was. I said, or fifty-seven, or something like that. You need to take these risks, you know, to, yeah. to jump up. So you know, go for it. I think so as well. So you hold. I mean, don't take this advice from a nine thousand ranked bloke. <laughs> you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. So, <laughs> all right, boys. The guy that I probably have to sell to get probably Will Kennedy and Cody Walker in, is Nico Hines. So let's just have a little chat about, we've got a little bit of data. Pups put that thing out during the week. Now, there's a good chance that he'll be back for round 16. But, Calls, we'll start with you because I know you look at this quite closely. If you were Craig Bellamy, get in his shoes for a minute. Do you take, do you put Pups straight back into a starting lineup or do you just ease him back off a bench? No, no one Bellamy, I reckon he'll ease him back in. I reckon he'll have, he'll have one game off the bench. Mm. And, yeah, it all depends, though. There could be plenty of things happen. Like if Munster doesn't back up and then he puts Hines in at 5'8", yeah. and Pups could come straight back in. So, yeah, it'll be sort of, yeah, who knows. With, well, the coaches play that many mind games with us these days, and he's the king of it, <laughs> Bellamy. So, yeah, that's a tough one. But I don't think – I think he's got maybe one, maybe two games left. So what, what's his break even? It was 64 and he only got a 50. He'll start leaking a little bit. Do you jump off early? Who, I mean, who, who they play? So, they play the about, Roosters. Are you talking about Pups? Hines. Nah, Hines. Oh, okay. They play the Roosters. And yeah, the SCG. That could so be. He's gonna, so that's what yeah. I'm thinking. That might be the game where I actually sell. Because I'm thinking that will be quite a tight tussle. I think Roosters will go full strength. As much as they can, so they, and they need the win. They need to put a statement out there too. So, well, I think Crichton will. I think he'll come off the bench, won't he? So he'll back up. Teddy's oh, had. They'll have a full week to recover because Origin Sunday this week. So. Yeah, yeah, Teddy. Cool. Teddy's already had his rest, so I reckon he'll play. Yeah, everyone will play next week for sure. He's only going to miss the one game, the the next, the third Origin, and then possibly a bit of rest on the week after in round yeah. eighteen. So I think, I, I think Hines is. A sell for me. He's already hit his peak, and he's leaking. Like you said, he's leaking cash at the moment. And he's even perhaps will come back. He might not play Origin three. Doesn't need to. Mm. New South Wales don't need him. But he, he's he's back round eighteen for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I'm going to sell him as well. I think he's reached. I made three hundred k from him for fuck's sake. So yeah, I think it's time to sell, sell, sell. Any anything more before we move on? Uh, on Heinz. Yeah, on Heinz. Where do you think he's going to come back? Are you same as Corbs. I think Paps will come back. I don't think they'll they'll need to 
bring him back into a round 18. Yeah. I think Nahans will still be relevant, but maybe for one or two more games. So, uh, he's a borderline sell for me, especially like you said. I think with the Storm, they're just sort of, like as you've seen the last game, the, the, the scoreboard around the park, yes, it was just the Tigers, but everyone was scoring. They don't need Hines anymore. So like they don't need – Jerome Hughes is that bloke who's guiding the, the ball around the park. And Hines used to be that guy, but he's taken a back seat and he's signed that contract, guys. He doesn't need to, <laughs> doesn't need to play that one anymore. So I think, I think for me he's a sell. Okay, off the express. I think for me I'm going to do the same. All right, just to wrap things up quickly, boys, let's have a look at players in our team currently. That is our priorities to sell and maybe a little list of players that we're interested for round 17. So, Andy, we'll start with you. Who's burning on your lips to sell? He's in this team, unfortunately, but Madison. He, I thought that he would have been uh, he would have played 80 this week, especially with Bryce Cartwright, his super sub. He, got, uh, he, he got, would have come up for him. You probably didn't see this. He got injured, man. Ah, oh, okay. And I was probably four beers deep when that happened. Yeah, um, yeah. so Corbs didn't see it either. Right. So what happened, He got he came in and he got hit on the rib, and he went straight down. Oh, when that play come in low. Yeah, okay. As soon as that happened, next set, they, they took him straight off. So I reckon he's probably done some sort of rib damage, I reckon. I, I still think he's a risk. Okay, in that, in light of that, maybe he's not an urgent sell. Um, okay, if not him, uh, I think even Brendan Smith might be a, a risk, especially with Harry Grant playing so well. And maybe not right now because um, Smith will play hooker at, um, when in round 17, but I think Harry Grant playing so well definitely hinders Smith's um hooker minutes. Yeah, he can, he might go mid, but yeah, I think Ben Smith, Nico Hines, TPJ was a solid sell for me, and Watson and Braley. Did you sell your whole team? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you heard Grant maybe Hemi. Harry Grant maybe yeah, done his hemi. Good. Smoke and mirrors, bro. Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> yeah, oh, I could be. I'm hoping it is. I've got him in draft and he's been like he he was dynamic the other night, wasn't he? It looked like he was playing touch footy. He was very good. He was running it every time he got in dummy half. I didn't actually think of smoke and mirrors. Queensland just planted that. There's nothing wrong with him at all. He's probably got a sniffle. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Now he's done um, from a hamstring injury. I think most of the ones that I was looking at have been mentioned. Hodgson, uh, the bunnies we talked about. Yep. Doggies, Jackson and um, Jeremy Marshall King, maybe, mm-hmm. for some downgrades in TPJ, Watson and um, Braley. Uh, Remus Smith might have to go. I'm, all, I'm seriously considering just running with two centers until post-origin, hopefully, yep. see if I can get away with it. And then... Um, I'm even just thinking going two centers and not even wasting one on the bench. A bit of a not starting to go with some ballsy moves. I don't know. Risk guy. And I hate, I hate them, eh? They're just. Oh, yeah. It kills me because I was thinking about the loop and he, like Remus Smith, I wasn't going to loop him. He actually would have scored pretty decent if he didn't go off either. Yeah. Which is Definitely. a bit annoying. Story uh, of And Ver- oh, Verrills, if you yeah. haven't got him, I-, I went early on Verrills, but I think. You know he's going to be the dominant hook. He'll be playing 60-plus minutes. I reckon he'll end up playing 80 minutes. Um, and Kieran will come on in that roving role because they were both on there at the same time the other night. Yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah, if you're looking to downgrade, I reckon you can just sort of bite the bullet on Verrills. And I think he'll probably start next game anyway. He was heaps better out of dummy up. 
Kieran did score that try, but his service and just he was pretty ordinary. Just not a hooker, he, is he? No, nah, yeah. he didn't. His ruck knowledge, he looked like he was uh, out of place. Yeah, Sammy Verrills is a very good number nine. If he can get his fitness under his belt, we could see a good sixty-minute hooker out. Well, yeah, they, if Roosters are going to make a bit of a charge and nudge the premiership at all, they they need him there at nine for sure. Definitely. All right, boys. My list. I reckon Jaden Bradley's my number one trade out. Brian Kelly and Nico is probably equal second. And then after that, probably Nathan Bruss. Still got that smug Zach Sini. Oh, I thought, oh, no, you did, you reverted. Yeah. yeah. Considering I'd already used three trades, I said, I don't need a 20th man right now. So I might as well just, just in case anything happens with suspensions and injuries, I think Brian Kelly's going to get charged for sure for today. For a, I think he, should, he was a sell for you three weeks ago. Yeah, for a grapple tackle. So I think. I, I just hope you make like top 50 and Sini. He's still there. And, and, gets a, <laughs> and, gets, and gets a ring. Gets a ring for making the top 50 in your team. I'll take him out for a beer, mate, if, he, if he's in there. <laughs> You'll have to take his 20 wild mates with you. Yeah, 100%. All right, gents. Good show and good to see you both again this week. We'll decide what we're going to do because there's no footy this week. So we might have a little rest week and come back fresh the following week, but we'll have a chat during the week and we'll let everyone know what we're doing. We'll still have our Origin Punters Club because we've got to back it up from State of Origin 1. Yeah, nervy. Roll it on. We did, um, although our, I've got two legs, you got two legs, TK. I think you only got the one this week. I did put a, a, t- uh, a punt on early in the week with the AJ double Ponga and Manly to cover the line. And so we did make money on that one. We didn't actually put it up on the social. So it sort of covered our bets this week. Uh, yeah. I, I did say on, I don't know if it was Instagram or Facebook, a few boys messaged Shu and they jumped on the bunnies and the AJ double with that me, was which was good. I can't believe what was paying calls. What was it, 260 or something? Yeah, <laughs> that's like, too. there's a couple now where like that left winger, it's like even with your um, Garrick, you were talking about if Turbo's playing, you'd, Instead of just going try score, chuck him in there for the double. It's safer than most other wingers in other teams in other games. So, I, hope the, I hope the troll and Turbo both get really good Christmas presents from their wingers because they've just been fed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, but uh, yeah, there'll be some big thirteen plus scores at them going into the next few weeks with some of these teams looking horrendous and the top teams just absolutely bullying them. No doubt at all. Well, gents, great to see you both. And hopefully we'll see you again. We'll definitely see you again next week. But it's bye for now. See ya. See you, lads.